It's April 13, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest is probably not a fan of DeMar DeRozan's daughter right about now. He actually introduced me to bacon-scented dryer sheets via his Twitter account, and he thinks Vince McMahon looks like Will Ferrell's Robert Goulet. He is the host of the Wilder Sportscast. He's having some issues with his webcam, but we will get through it. This is Chris Walder. Chris, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're not going to talk about DeMar DeRozan's daughter today, hopefully, because that was just a train wreck last night. My my ears are still throbbing from all the screeching behind the basket. It was a long 48 minutes for me, my friend. I don't know how it's legal. How like How is she allowed to do that? I don't get it. Well, when you're the the daughter of the star player of the opposing team who used to play for your team, I right. feel like security is going to give you a little bit of leeway. But at the same time, 18 missed free throws kind of writes itself. If I am the – not that I want to turn this into an NBA podcast, but if I am the Raptors, I am getting the, the children of my superstars to travel with me to games because if it's legal, here's a way that we can put some extra points on the board, you know? All right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk the KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And guys, send in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we'll read them on the air. And Chris, if you've never seen this podcast, these are seven stories that are just absolutely ridiculous, absolutely true. And uh, and I can't wait to get started and get your reactions ready to go. Dude, you and me are from Toronto. We've heard and seen everything. So I'm ready to be shocked with some of these news stories. Bring it on. Well, most of these are typically from Florida, China, or India most of the time. So they make, <laughs> they make Canadians look pretty normal. But uh, let's see how it goes. Let's start with story number seven, reported by the Metro. Okay, this is good. So picture this. There's a driver in the U.K., And he's in a lane reserved for public transportation. They pass a bus lane camera. And as a result, they got a fine for 70 British pounds. What is that? Like maybe 150 Canadian dollars. I don't know. They were sent the uh, the ticket in the mail for 70 British pounds. That letter ended up going viral. And my question for you, Chris, is why do you think that this letter that had the ticket, why do you think that went viral? Jeez, it reminds me of a time like when I went to like Switzerland, like my family's from Switzerland and they were completely unaware that like if you went through certain lights, you were going to get ticketed if you were speeding. Like they just figured there was going to be cops everywhere and you were just going to get, you know, typical pulled over for speeding. But Mm. for a letter like this, uh, maybe there were some swears in there. Maybe, I don't know, like something completely out of left field that no one anticipated. No, what was what was the reason for it? Now I'm curious. Those 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 nice British people put swears in the letter. So here's what. (laughs) Here's what happened. That vehicle that got ticketed for being in the bus lane, it was a bus. And we have a picture of the actual letter. Put that up, Joel. You can see the pictures on the letter right there. So the bus was making a bus stop at the time that that picture was taken and got a ticket as a bus in a bus lane at a bus stop. What do you call that? Efficient technology, Chris? What do you think? Dude, if, if you if you lived in my apartment where literally everything breaks down like on a constant basis, this doesn't surprise me in the slightest bit. A bus doing a bus's job got fined for being a bus. Kind of a, a little bit ridiculous, uh, if I do say so myself. But yeah, you'd, you'd think that someone behind the scenes would notice this error, this AI technology, which is completely malfunctioning and say, our bad, we shouldn't have done this. But in this case, it doesn't look like that happened at all. 
I'd like to know how much money they spend sitting out like inaccurate tickets. You know what I mean? I bet you they're net negative if they add that up over the course of a year. If they did not, they're probably net negative, I imagine. The, the Brits got to step up their game when it comes to technology, I must say. Like now I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid in general just for like driving like under the speed limit and doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing as a driver. That's some malfunctioning camera somewhere. Thankfully, I live out in Lindsay where technology doesn't exist. There's more cows than computers out here. Yes. So I think I'm in the clear. But if I ever go back to like Scarborough or Toronto where things are a little bit more high tech than it is up here, now I'm afraid, man. I'm just going to be looking over my shoulder constantly. Whatever you do, don't drive a bus in the bus lane and you should be all right. So for <laughs> every for every story, I try to ask a question that's somehow related to it. And so my question for you with this one is, have you ever fought or talked your way out of a ticket, whether it be like a speeding ticket, a parking ticket, anything? Have you ever fought or talked your way out of a ticket? Hmm. I'm such a goody two-shoes, my friend. Like, I feel like I've never gotten a ticket before, but I feel like if you dive into my past, then maybe there was some speeding tickets along the way. I've fought tickets before. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like all of them are unwarranted. Like, sometimes uh-huh. I, would park my, I would park my car out. Like, when I lived in Scarborough, like, at my parents' house, I would just literally park my car on the street. And then someone from the house across the road, it was a very narrow road, they would call the the parking enforcement to say, hey, the car is, you know, it's on, the, it's on the road. If I'm backing out of my driveway, it's impeding my progress. That happened multiple times, and it pissed me right the hell off. Because, like, where else am I supposed to park my car? They're like, the... The lane is already full with my parents' cars. I have nowhere else to go. So I remember actually going to a courthouse and saying, like, you know, it's it's the street. Like, I'm not really blocking anybody besides this grumpy old Gus across the road who seems to have a problem with it. Other than that, you know, I, again, I, I try to be a immaculate driver, my friend. I try immaculate not Immaculate driver. Yeah, of course. Did it get to the point where the cops knew you? They were like, oh, hey, Chris, you again. Did it get the to that point? <laughs> The cops and Lindsay knew me because I, I constantly had noise complaints against my former neighbors. Uh, let's just say they were playing their PlayStation a little bit too loud at three o'clock in the morning. A little okay. bit too much of a Grand Theft Auto where I could literally hear and recite the dialogue because it was that loud. Um, but in Toronto, no. The, the, my parking uh, was, again, I, I tried to keep it as crisp as possible. I didn't want to piss anybody off, especially those Toronto cops. You know, it doesn't take much to set them off. But here in Lindsay, yeah, it, it gets a little bit dicey. The Chris Walder noise complaint. It's a little bit too frequent. Fascinating. When you said noise at 3 a.m., my mind went someplace else. So let's stick with Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Let's go on to story number six reported by Fox News. Okay. So there's a crew from CNN, and they were at City Hall in San Francisco doing a report about the rampant crime that is plaguing that city. You've probably heard about the crime that's rampant now in San Francisco, California. So they're doing a story about the crime. This should be an easy one for you. What happened to them while they were doing a report about crime? Hmm, Let me guess. Did they get robbed? (laughs) Their rental car got broken into, if you can believe it, in under four seconds. And we have a video clip. This is courtesy of CNN's Kayun Law that she posted on Twitter. Look at this. Look at that damage. Oh, boy. Four seconds. So fortunately, they had security with them, and security stopped the thieves before they could get away with their bags. But they actually, in four seconds, were able to break the window and grab the bags. Uh, but they, they were able to, to confiscate them before anything could happen. Uh, they got away. I think they were able to get a, a, a plate number maybe, but that was about it. They're shitty people, but you have to be almost impressed that they could do it in four seconds, don't you think? 
that's like an F1 like racing team. Like when you pull in the car and you're yes. getting like your tires changed. This was totally premeditated. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were watching a little too many heist movies. Like they had the like they had the giant piece of paper mapped out on their table. They knew exactly, you know, point A to point B how long it was going to take. Four seconds. I'm not even mad. That's actually very impressive. I was kind of impressed too. Like there would have been part of me. It was a rental car. It's not like it was anything like personal. I would have almost wanted to high five them before I demanded my bags back. Because <laughs> that is really impressive. It is. Like you said, it's like a pit stop team. It's impressive. So hopefully this doesn't bring up any bad memories for you. And if it does, I apologize. Have you ever been robbed, Chris? I once, I didn't get robbed. But when I was working at the score in downtown Toronto, I went up the street to get McDonald's. It was at like 10 o'clock in the evening. So that's when like the crazies come out. And I remember someone walking behind me and they actually stuck a, a knife or like a switchblade into my back but what? not enough to penetrate it it was just enough to be like hey i'm here or whatnot so i kept walking i didn't even like look behind me like i heard him like talking in my ear and i just kept walking even through like a, a red light because i'm like if i stop this blade's actually going to go into my back wow i kept walking and i steered right into the mcdonald's which again is like one of the worst mcdonald's in the city if, you, if you're from toronto you know exactly what i'm talking about and then the guy just kept walking away like he, i turned around briefly to, to get a look at him he stared and he just kept like walking it was almost like that terminator guy like i forget yeah, what terminator yeah, yeah. movie it is like he's just like so monotonous like no facial expressions whatsoever thankfully i wasn't hurt that could have been a lot worse but again it's it's toronto stuff like that happens wow. on like a minute to minute basis and did you just let him go you just let him walk away yeah, I didn't care. I was like, I got to get back to work. I'm just here for like a happy meal. I, wow. I didn't really, yeah, it didn't really phase me. I try not to let it bother me. I'm just kind of like, you know what? You you got away with this one. You're not injured. Just let it go. Good karma. Good karma for you, man. Wow. Yeah, man. Look, it's a crazy st- And you're from Toronto too. You know exactly how like dangerous it is around here. And yeah, again, I've just never, don't piss the right wrong people off. I've never felt unsafe in Toronto. I've never felt unsafe. No one's ever bothered me. So uh, maybe knock on whatever the hell this desk made out of. But Just uh, jinx yourself, bud. Yeah, maybe I did. It's okay. I won't be here very long. It's okay. I'm moving out of Toronto. All right, reminder, guys. Get in your Super Chats to get your question or statement right on the air. Or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com. Leave a contribution anytime you want, and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. Let's move on to story number five. This is a Canadian story reported by Global News. You know Global News? Now, I don't get this one. We'll see if, if you get it. I just don't understand the, the point of this one, but this is true. So you'll hear stories about stupid pranks or TikTok trends, right? Uh, there was one about like people stacking up milk crates and then trying to climb up on them. And I saw one where people were running through people's fences like the Kool-Aid man. So people come up with these pranks. There is a new prank and it's been happening in different places. It happened in British Columbia, Canada. It happened in Los Angeles, California, and it involves Uber Eats. And my question for you is, any idea what kind of prank has been happening? These are, I guess, social media pranks uh, via Uber Eats. Can I just preface this by saying that TikTok pranks are like the absolute lowest point of society? I agree. Like it, it's the it, it's it's hard to watch. And I, like when me and my wife are like in bed, we're like watching TikTok on our phone. It's usually like for recipes or like Gordon <laughs> Ramsay clips or something random like that. But I see like on my Facebook feed a lot of people trying way too hard to piss off society and doing like these meaningless pranks. So if it involves Uber Eats, I'm actually like almost scared to ask. I, I get Uber Eats <laughs> and like DoorDash and stuff on the regular here in Lindsay, but uh-huh. yeah. What, what happened? Is it? I hope it's not too bad. 
I just don't comprehend it. So somebody is sending in food orders, and I'm talking dozens, if not hundreds of them, to people's homes unsolicited. And we have pictures, because this is real. Put up some of these pictures, Jewel. Look at this. So the orders range, they range from bottles of water to a donut or even a single bowl of gravy. Everything is always paid for. They don't list a name on the ticket. They don't list a specific unit. It's just a generic address. This has been happening for a while. Like I said, some of the people that were interviewed for the Global News Story said that it's not uncommon in a week to get like dozens of orders. Uber Eats has been banning numerous accounts because like people are just creating a bunch of fake accounts. I don't get how this is funny. Like, explain to me how someone finds that hilarious. Because to me, it's just wasteful and stupid. I know I just laughed at the photo. It was just, it caught me a little bit off guard. But you're absolutely right. It's, it's definitely not funny. I think the thing that bothers me more right now is that I'm on a diet. And I just saw a bunch of bags of McDonald's outside of someone's door. And I am craving something hard right now when it comes to like a Big Mac or a quarter pounder or whatnot. It's it's making me crave something bad. I, I'm on the like the, the straight and narrow with like keeping my diet clean. But uh-huh. should of all the stories to bring up today, Jimmy, you, you give me something with McDonald's. I'll give you a tip. Eat low carb and have cheat meals. That's what you do. I'm down about 15 pounds. Eat low carb and have cheat meals. All right. My question for you with this one. What is the smallest delivery order that you think that you have ever made in your life? I I did order a Coke Zero once. Like it maybe cost like $2. I just, because the convenience store, like I usually go to around the corner was closed. And (laughs) I I just wanted a Coke Zero. And I just ordered, I just ordered a Coke Zero. Sometimes in the middle of the night, all you have is water and Uh water is boring. And, you know, Coke Zero, when you put the zero in there, the zero calories, I know it's just as bad for you as, like, regular Coke Chemicals, or Diet yeah. Coke, but I wanted a Coke Zero. So shout out to the to the delivery driver who brought me a Coke Zero. I'm sure he was super pissed that he had to do that. But at the same time, he made my night. So <laughs> Was that Uber Eats? Yeah, as you will. I don't think it was Uber Eats. I think it was, like, DoorDash or something like that. Or, or So in order to – what was the total – so when you include fees and stuff, were you looking at, like, 10 bucks for your bottle of Coke Zero? I'm 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 convinced that I spent more on the delivery fee and the tip than I did for the Coke Zero itself. But you know wow. what? Absolutely worth it. And it's a funny story because you know you're bringing this up now. And uh, what have I told anybody else uh, this story? Absolutely not. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to have to isolate this and then I'll show it to your friends on social media. All right. <laughs> Let's go to story number four reported by the smoking gun. Okay. That, that, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on this one. So spring break just ended, right? Sometimes kids do stupid things on spring break. I mean, that's just kind of reality. There was a man from Missouri and he was vacationing in Florida and he was arrested on a felony criminal mischief charge because he damaged the paint on the entire side of a car with a butter knife, right? So he damaged the paint on the car and he got arrested for felony criminal mischief. When police got to him, he admitted, you know, to what happened. He, he fessed up and he chalked it up to being a spring break mistake. That was his exact quote. He said, I was a spring break mistake. There's something about this guy that made his story and his excuse go viral. And so my question for you is, what was it about this guy that made his excuse? That was a spring break mistake. Made that go viral. And he used a butter knife? Yeah. To, to go at it? What, what his excuse was? Yeah. Oh, his man. excuse for saying, ah, it was just a spring break mistake. The youth of today, man, the butter knife pranks and, and all this stuff and, and wrecking paint jobs and whatnot. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. I'm actually kind of flustered with this one. What, what was the reason? So your mind went exactly where I intended for it to go. You said the youth of today. Mr. Spring Break Mistake is 52. 
And yes. here is a picture. <laughs> Here's a picture of this idiot. Oh his, my goodness. His name is Clifford Craig Edwards. He was released from County jail as, after his wife posted his bond. He's a licensed real estate salesperson from Springfield, Missouri. Spring break mistake is 52. What do you think of this one? I don't want to be that guy. I knew <laughs> I, I almost called it that he was going to be like a real estate agent because he probably oh, puts billboards for his work on his forehead. I don't want to be mean. <laughs> Look, I'm, I got a little bit of a receding hairline going on myself. I shaved my head. I shaved my head. It's no problem. Yeah. Look, I shaved. The only reason I grew out my hair was for my wedding. Oh, and I don't okay, think my wife would have married me if I didn't grow out my hair. So that's uh-huh. why I have hair now, but I still bust out the cap. But yeah, he could have been, he could be promoting his real estate agency on that forehead and be making a ton of money. But yeah, what the hell? This guy's like in, in his mid fifties, and he's busting out tricks that maybe like someone like a quarter of his age probably wouldn't even do. Is he going through like a midlife crisis? Like, what's going on here? You know how they do say that when you get older, you know, like I'm in my late forties and I still feel good. I still feel like I could be in my twenties. So maybe in his mind, you know, he thinks I'm still an eighteen year old kid. I don't know. He, need, he needs to evolve a little bit. I, or he needs to step up his his prank game. I mean, a butter knife. I mean, at least give me something a little bit more advanced than that. Yep. Yep. I loved how you said the youth of today. That like fit in perfectly with this with the story. So here's my <laughs> question for you. Have you, Chris Walder, ever made a spring break mistake? Dude, I'm in I'm in Canada, brother. We don't even have a spring break around here. It's whenever school decides to let us off for a week, and I'm basically sitting on the couch playing video games. I wish I was that guy because I feel like Americans have a, a lot more fun with spring break. They're going to, like, Florida. They're going to the beaches. They're partying. They're drinking. Out here in Toronto, it's very tame. Like, it's just like maybe you'll see your friends once during the course of a week, and then you'll just basically sit in someone's basement and talk right. about nothing for Until four the hours. the following Monday, yeah. Exactly. And in the yeah. States, it's way more intricate. You're seeing movies based on, like, the, the, the shit that kids do on spring break. Here in Canada, like, again, we have this reputation with Americans, I'm sure of it, that we are very nice and very boring people. I feel like I epitomize that. <laughs> <laughs> so you've mm-hmm. never you never in your younger days over spring break like decide with somebody say hey, let's go to because myrtle beach is a big thing for canadians right instead of yes. having to go all the way to florida we'll go to myrtle beach in the carolinas so have you did you ever like do that or, or anything like that on a spring break no i went to myrtle beach once for like a soccer tournament when i was in like grade seven <laughs> oh, it was you? like a school trip and we just got like whooped like 10 nothing by like all of the crazy good americans and i was just i was just happy to be there i was like sitting on the bench i'm like put me in coach whenever you want but if you don't want to i'm totally okay with that but again man you brought like the most like tame boring version of myself onto your show today i wish i had a better story but like again I, what about you have you ever had some like crazy shenanigans back in your day like with for spring break and whatnot uh i think i should go on to the next question i guess the only thing I all can right say is i guess the only thing i can say is you know I, I i worked in the advertising industry for a long time it is a very kind of still kind of a young lucrative business i went to trade shows in vegas and other places and let's move on to the next story story number three <laughs> reported by kmsp fox 9 this is good too so during a traffic stop in a place called Chisago county minnesota the driver surprised the sheriff's deputy by giving him something in an effort to try to get out of the situation, right? So the cop pulls him over, traffic stop, driver wants to get out of the situation, and he hands something to the sheriff. What do you think the driver gave to the sheriff? And this is a real story, by the way. What do you think the driver gave to the sheriff? I was going to say something generic, like he slipped him at 20 
or something, but it's probably something way more hilarious than that. Like he like gave him a number to like a hooker or something. <laughs> like he knows somebody on the here's my he way. Knew, he knew like a, this is like this is my go to. Like here, just hit her up. Like you know, let's call it a day. Let me go on my way. <laughs> you know, something outlandish like that. But it, I'm sure it wasn't that. <laughs> uh, he gave the cop a get out of jail free card from the Monopoly board game. This really happened. <laughs> we have a picture of it. There it is. That's the actual card. He literally gave the cop a get out of jail free card. The now, unfortunately, in the state of Minnesota, they don't recognize that as a valid document. And that's what the cop actually told him that in the state of Minnesota, they don't recognize that as a valid document points for effort. What do you think? Like they must get in trouble a lot if they're carrying around to get it. Like, you know, for you to actually bring that with you, you must get in trouble quite a bit. A for effort, honestly. Like, I wouldn't even be mad. If I was in the cop's shoes, I'd be laughing my ass off, and I'd just be like, okay, like, this is actually pretty funny. You can go. Just don't let me catch you again sort of deal. And again, you're absolutely right. If you have a get-out-of-jail-free card in your wallet, you're getting stomped constantly. He you're must breaking be. the law on a daily basis. Daily basis. In your car. And even the card, like, the, the one that you just showed me, looks like it's been worn out. So he's yes. been pulling that in and out of his wallet maybe a dozen <laughs> times a week. A dozen times a week, this guy. You think by then you should be doing some time. I don't know. All right. Because most wanted. Yeah, maybe he is. Is there a board game that you consider yourself to be just master class, a master of any board game? I would say Monopoly. And I I say that because I just got my my wife is a huge fan of the Golden Girls. And for her last birthday, I got her a Golden Girls version of Monopoly. And she Uh was very eager to play that with me. And she got all the references. Like, you know, like how, like, they would always change community chest and chance. But they would have versions of it from, like, the TV show or the movie or whatever version of Monopoly that you have. So I'm reading off these references. I have absolutely no idea what I'm referring, like, what I'm talking about or what I'm referring to. But I would constantly be getting, like, you know, earn $50 from the bank. Earn $200 from every player. And my wife would just be looking. Looking at me like the most frustrated look in the world. Like this is supposed to be my board game. This is supposed to be my happy time. <laughs> and my douchebag husband is beating me in it right now. And we haven't played it since. Maybe we'll play it really? now. I, I feel like I haven't won a lot lately. And maybe we should just bust out the Golden Girls Monopoly again. I learned a lesson recently about Monopoly. And I've, I've played Monopoly for decades. And I didn't know this rule until recently. So mm-hmm. when somebody lands on a property, that property has to be acquired. Meaning that yes. if, the, if the person that lands on it doesn't want it, then the other players do an auction mm-hmm. because somebody, I had no freaking idea. I thought if you're out of money, oh shit, I guess I can't get it. Let's just go to the next, next, next person. But You'd no, you fascinated you, what you could learn, like reading the instructions of like a board game. You think you have a preconceived notion of how to play. You don't know anything. Monopoly no. is way more intricate than what we thought when we were growing up. I literally looked at my wife like I've been playing this game for like 30 years and I didn't know that you have to buy the damn property. The property (laughs) has to be acquired. No wonder the game took me seven hours, you know, whenever we would play it. I'm afraid to play like snakes and ladders again. There's probably like 50 (laughs) rules that I was unaware of. Yeah, there might be. All right. Final reminder, get in your super chat, get your question or statement right on the air or go to KYNchat.com. Leave a contribution anytime and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. We're knocking these out, man, on to story number two already. And we're back to global news. Good old Canadian outlet, global news. So there was a police standoff in Cary, North Carolina. And this was a serious deal, 24-hour ordeal. The SWAT team was called in. There were police calls everywhere. A neighbor posted a video on TikTok 
that went viral because during the standoff, try to picture it, right? During the standoff with cop cars all over the place, somebody approached the scene and did something kind of funny. And so, uh, Chris, any idea what that person did? Again, these are you've already thrown some crazy uh, <laughs> loopholes and uh, twists and turns at me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, and if I'm right, I'm going to just die. Did he, like, streak through the crime scene? Like, did he pull, like, a Will Ferrell from old school and just, like, bust out naked and just stampede his way through everything? Back to Will Ferrell. First Vincent Man looks like Will Ferrell's Robert Goulet. Now we got Will Ferrell again. So that's <laughs> that's a good answer. But no, what happened was during this uh, police standoff with SWAT all over the place, an Amazon driver casually strolled up and decided to walk through the scene to deliver his package. And we have video of this courtesy of Malik for Asa on TikTok. Check this out. Amazon, hard at work. (laughs) In the midst of a standoff, he's going to deliver his package. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> go amazon <laughs> there he was he approached the house surrounded by armed police he ended up handing that package to an officer he then pulled out his phone to take a picture to confirm delivery because you know how they're supposed to do that so yeah. he took a picture of the cop with the package to confirm delivery and then he casually left that is dedication to the job what do you think that's like the old school mailman, like neither rain nor sleet nor snow is nothing is going to prevent me from delivering this package. I hope that guy was like in good standing with Amazon. He like he didn't get like a message from his employer saying, you know what, if you screw up one more delivery, you're going to be on the way out of Amazon. And he's like, you know what, I see a bunch of cops here. I see a crime scene. I'm just going to stroll my way through. At least I did my job. Let everyone else do theirs. But that's actually really funny. Like I I have a lot of respect for Amazon drivers because I would order a lot of like last minute stuff, especially Mm -hmm. over the holidays. And if we ever had inclement weather, they were always here in a timely manner. And this story, like actually it it, it hits close to home because a a lot of, I order a lot from Amazon and they always made it happen. So shout out to that guy. Like he didn't give a, bloody hell Uh, he was just like let me just get this done today yeah i mean hell i order 20 pound boxes of cat litter you know what i mean hey man so gotta piss somewhere (laughs) yeah but i'm I'm sure the driver's not thinking that when he's bringing that shit to my house you know so my question (laughs) my question for you with this one is kind of right along the lines of what happened if you were that guy if you were the Amazon delivery driver and you, you you strolled up and just chaos is going on, what would you have done in that situation? Would you have delivered the package? Or do you think maybe you would have slipped it in the back of another driver's truck? I would have done the exact same thing as that guy. I would did have, you? first of all, I would have been super curious. I would have been like, what the hell's going on here? Like, did someone die? Like, what, what, what's happening here? And then you have the full jurisdiction of, well, I'm an Amazon driver and I absolutely have to deliver this package today, whether I go to the front door or someone comes out and signs off for it. But I would have just done it for the sheer curiosity of what is happening around me. And maybe a news camera will catch me doing my job and maybe I'll get a raise from the old guys at Amazon. Who's to say? Maybe, maybe. I mean, he could he could also end up being collateral damage if they got an active shooter. Yeah, I didn't no? think of it like that. Yeah. Now I'm reevaluating everything. I don't <laughs> want to die doing this job. <laughs> it is America. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just pissed off our, our viewership, but that's okay. Time for story number one reported by Insider Paper. All right. We're ending on a good one. So recently there was a Florida state government meeting. Uh, And I I don't know if it was off the air that I told you. Most of these stories happen in China, India, and Florida, it would seem. Mm -hmm. So there was a Florida state government meeting. 
It was the House Civil Justice Subcommittee, Subcommittee meeting, whatever the hell that means. A Florida House representative for District 71 out there, the guy's name is Will Robinson Jr. He was reading names into the record. Uh, because, you know, when people want to contribute to whatever the issue is at hand, they got to read their names into the record before they speak. So he's reading their names into the record, but he ran into a problem while he was doing that. And my question, my question for you is, what do you think happened to uh, House Representative Mr. Robinson while he was reading names into the record? He farted. <laughs> i don't know I, I, i'm thinking like the most like you know insane like just like, childish answers here yeah you know you didn't want to get done he farted he like shit his pants i don't know like he did something really crazy like that. i hope i'm right i'm probably dead wrong it's actually a really good answer it's a good answer so what happened is very much like when bart simpson would call mo sislak at the bar somebody yes. pranked him and slipped fake names in there and we have a video clip. This is real. This is from the Florida Channel. Check this out. Key, Florida Station of Counties, waves in opposition. Pamela Birch Fort, Florida State Conference of NAACP Branches, waves in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. Waves in opposition. Uh, Jimmy, only Jimmy, Florida, Florida apartment. So he, <laughs> he was completely, as you saw there, completely unaware while he was reading that. At first I thought when he said Anita Dick, I thought he like got it, but he didn't. Yeah. He was looking to see, he was waiting for Anita Dick to like raise their hand. He was completely unaware of the whole thing. Uh, he was a good sport about it later because when it went viral, he figured it out. He's a good sport about it. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think childish or hilarious? No, absolutely hilarious. Anyone who thinks that's childish needs to develop a sense of humor. This goes back to my absolute admiration for the Simpsons and their writers back in the day. Yes. Because the recurring gag with Bart and Mo Sislak was absolutely phenomenal. Like huge ass or Amanda hug and kiss that's or right. see more butts, something along those lines. <laughs> this went way more vulgar than that. And the fact that he was like, he would say the name and he'd be like, like he, Completely just, like he, dog and he just saw a squirrel or something. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. And then he goes to the next name. He's like, wait, wait a minute. I don't think That's he ever <laughs> figured it out. I don't think he ever, I think he was looking for the person. So I think he's like, okay. And next one, holding his cock. And then he's looking for holding his cock. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's like, it's like you're either getting pranked or your parents did you so dirty as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I like that he was a good sport about it afterwards. That was good. Now, last question for you. Would you ever consider entering the world of politics? And if so, at what level? Do you think that you'd want to be maybe a mayor or a counselor? Maybe you'd want to become your Canadian, maybe prime minister. Uh, is it something that you would ever think about? And what level of government would you want to be at? Go bigger, go home, Jimmy. Like I'm going all the way to the top. I'm going all the way to the top. I was set up for success when I was in grade six and I was named the class president and I influenced all of my classmates. I made some like, I, I we were supposed to make speeches in grade six. I don't know why I remember this, but we were supposed to make speeches and like my classmates were supposed to write the speech for me. And the person that was supposed to do that actually didn't do the assignment. So I went up there and I completely ad-libbed my entire class presentation. And I was just, I started pounding my podium very hard and everyone behind me started saying chris 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 and i was like we need to clean up the garbage by the fence by the playground this is unacceptable and i just like went completely off the dome and i knew right then and there that i was going to have a success in politics will it ever happen 
Absolutely not. But you know what? If I ever decided to dabble in politics, I'm going right for Trudeau's job. I'm going right? for the prime minister position. Awesome. I, I've learned in business, you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion, but uh, it's time for a change. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. I want to thank our guest, Chris Walder. Chris, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Well, the Toronto Raptors season is over, so I need something else to talk about for the foreseeable future. Uh, I still got pro wrestling to talk about. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Walder Sports. I also have my own podcast called the Walder Sports Cast. I'm actually going to be recording later today with a good pal of mine. We're going to be recapping the Raptors season that was. Hopefully not too much discussion, about, uh, once again, about DeMar DeRozan's daughter uh-huh. uh, with the, sh- the shrieking in my ears. Um, but other than that, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm a huge fan of yourself, Jimmy. I, I love what you guys are doing over at Fightful. So I was Appreciate truly it. honored uh, to, ha- to be invited on your show here today. And again, Walder Sports, check me out there. Amazing. Well, that's going to do it for KYN Live. Tune in next Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern time for more silliness. That's totally real. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for doing this, man.